Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Good to have you tuning in tonight. It's 6.34. So we got game one of the Stanley Cup final tomorrow on 6.30. Chad starts at 6. Game two, also a 6 p.m. start, will be in this time slot on Monday. So no uh, inside sports until Tuesday night. So, of course, it is Florida against Vegas. I've been uh, joking all week uh, that this is a uh, matchup that would confuse a 12-year-old Reed Wilkins, if he went back in time and told them that Florida and Vegas are playing, well, heck, it's a it's a matchup that confuses uh, even people in 2023 to some extent. Uh, we're looking at this article here. Uh, here's the headline. As teams from the U.S. Sun Belt proceed to the Stanley Cup Finals, has the NHL forgotten its Canadian fans? And it was written by this gentleman. He's an associate professor, Allied Health and Human Performance at McEwen University, Dr. John Valentine, checking in tonight. John, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Reed. Yeah, thanks for hopping on. Uh, great, great, great way to spend your Friday night going on a radio show, so we appreciate that. <laughs> hey, uh, before we dive into the article, tell us a little bit about the history of your uh, uh, hockey fandom, like, uh, you know, all your life, a, a player or team that uh, pulled you to the sport, or anything like that? Well, it sounds like maybe I'm, I'm, I'm similar to you in that uh, when I was 10 or 12 years old, uh, the Stanley Cup was, was a little bit different than it is today in 2023. Uh, it wasn't played in June. It wasn't uh, 26 or 27 degrees out. And there weren't teams from Texas or Florida or Nevada or Carolina playing in, in, you know, in the Final Four. Uh, you know, we wanted Canadian teams. We wanted to watch Canadian teams in there or original six teams. Or, or more traditional markets. So I, I certainly grew up a, a big hockey fan, and I have been able to, you know, to attend Canada Cups uh, live and Stanley Cups live and all that sort of stuff. And then all my kids uh, played growing up as well. So I, I've been interested in following hockey for my entire life, but I'm not as interested in watching this Stanley Cup. Okay, and so am I safe in assuming, and I'll let you take it from here, was your own personal reaction to this year's uh, Cup Final the inspiration for the piece that you wrote? Yeah, I, I think so, and not just this one, but you know, when, when the NHL has made decisions to put new teams in certain markets, you know, Vegas is a relatively new team, and Seattle got one. Uh, Quebec probably has more hockey fans in in Quebec City than than uh, than in uh, Seattle or or in Las Vegas. They've got a a, a nice rink there as well. Um, there probably more people would be watching that uh, on TV. Uh, 
and going to the uh, to the games there. You know, you saw Atlanta ha- have a team twice. Uh, both times it failed, and now there's even been some talk of moving Arizona to Atlanta, so it might be three strikes are out there for Atlanta. So this, this, you know, the the NHL has had this pattern of trying to move into the southern U.S. or into these Sun Belt markets, and in so doing, are kind of maybe neglecting what a lot of more traditional Canadian hockey fans like myself would would rather see teams maybe in some of those traditional markets. You know, whether it's Quebec City, like I said, or another team in Toronto, or Hamilton, or or, or other markets. Uh, I, I think that's kind of the inspiration for, for taking a look at what's going on in the NHL and what's going on in these Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, I, I like how you put that. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate, though, because I, I see the road you're going down, and I see a lot of the same signposts. Uh, which I do want to talk about. My counter to a couple of the things you said were, you know, Bettman fought to keep the Oilers here back in the late 90s, even though some other teams left. They did eventually go back to Winnipeg. Now, I'm with you on Quebec City. To me, that's compelling, though it doesn't sound like they would ever go there. Um, But are are those isolated incidents or are those against against the grain, you know, the Edmonton Winnipeg examples I'm giving? No, I think you're right about that. You know, in the 90s, uh, Quebec moved, Winnipeg moved. There was concern because I, I was obviously here an hockey fan at that time, and probably you too, Reed. but there was concern in Edmonton. There was concern in Calgary and Ottawa, small market Canadian teams. And you're right, Bettman did set up a fund to, to funnel money to, to those small market Canadian teams to keep them going because, you know what, it doesn't always look good when your, your, your product is failing in certain markets or it's just getting up and leaving you know so so you're right on that and and Winnipeg uh, got their 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 second chance and and that seems to be doing pretty well um, but as you said yourself, you know, it's very unlikely that the NHL seems interested in going into Quebec, even though, you know, Arizona might be on the move. It's very unlikely that they would consider Hamilton, even though, you know, Blackberry, you know, Basili was was uh, putting up a bunch of money to try and get a team in Hamilton. That was shot down by the NHL. So uh, Bettman's and, and the NHL's approach here seems to be let's go into American markets, even if they're sort of non-traditional markets where there's not a lot of hockey players, for example in, you know, in Miami or in Las Vegas let's try and create fans there and, and, and try and maybe get a, a better television deal if we have more teams in the United States which is exactly what happened. The NHL signed a huge TV deal a couple of years ago in the United States, uh, which, which more than doubled the, the TV revenue from, from the American market. And in part because they're they're setting up all these new U.S.-based uh, franchises. So so it is working. And the, the other thing you can't really argue against with is the value of the NHL now. I mean, they're making $6 billion in hockey revenue each year, and the average value of a franchise is over over a billion dollars. You know, the Ottawa team is going to sell for probably around a billion dollars. So it's pretty difficult from a financial or an economic perspective to argue against Batman or the NHL, but just if you're, you're a traditional, uh, you know, Canadian hockey fan growing up and, and or maybe if you're from the Quebec market or Hamilton market and you've been patiently waiting uh, I think you're gonna have to wait for a long time yeah I, I like how you put that and and I that's often a discussion we have on the show right is that money taught because I, I don't know how much you listen to me and Brownie but uh, or, or stuff you know during the playoffs it's like well why why are the games at 850 like why is the game at 830 <laughs> it's like well because exactly they want a right. double header on TV 
Exactly right. And, and you know, I have enjoyed listening to you guys. And it, it's the TV guys who set the start times. And sometimes in some series in the past few years, that's been really a detriment to, to the Oilers, right? Because they want it for the American market at a certain time. And so the Oilers maybe have a couple more days off or they have to play at a later time or an earlier time. You know, Americans like to watch TV on, on weekend afternoons. And sometimes, you know, you've got Canadian teams playing the NHL playoffs and it's, it's, it's Saturday or Sunday afternoon when most Canadians are not interested in watching sport. We like our Saturday, Sunday evening, Friday evening, stuff like that. Um, but the NHL, it's, it's the American TV markets that, that uh, are, are sort of uh, dictating uh, the scheduling of the games. Yeah, Dr. John Valentine from McEwen University joining us, Associate Professor Allied Health and Human Performance. Having a great chat here about his uh, commentary. It's on McEwen's website. As teams from the U.S. Sunbelt proceed to the Stanley Cup Finals, has the NHL forgotten its uh, Canadian fans. Strong headline. as He's explaining his take on it here. And I, I'm curious to see and, and again, John, you know, I, I host a sports show so most people are to, are watching sports, but I, I do wonder what the ratings for this series will be in Canada. You know what, I, you know what I'm getting at? Like, are, are the, is the average fan you know, like if you're, if you're an 8 out of 10 hockey fan, you're probably going to watch five games if this series goes seven right maybe six yep. maybe all seven if you're yep. a four out of ten hockey fan are you going to watch more than one game are you going to watch more than the the night the cup is given out i don't know you're you're absolutely right with that one read right uh, the, the tv ratings i think in canada are, are for rogers are going to be abysmal right and rogers is paying i think in the last couple of years of this deal coming up it's about a half a billion dollars a year and and if they had the leafs and oilers in the in the stanley cup final the, the the ratings would be astronomical, off the charts, right? And the United States, probably nobody would be watching, but everybody from coast to coast to coast in Canada would be tuning in to see a Canadian team win the Stanley Cup for the first time in 30 years, you know, if the Leafs were playing the Oilers. But as it stands right now, uh, you're going to get minuscule ratings in Canada, and maybe they might be a little bit higher in, in the United States, but I think Rogers is, is crying in their beer uh, over this one. Right. Uh, all right, so let's Let's have some fun here. Um, if you were, by the way, I think it's Gary Bettman's birthday today. Uh, oh, <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> I thought I heard that earlier. Uh, yes, born June 2nd, 1952. So Mr. Bettman is 71 years of age. And by the way, with no signs of slowing down or stepping yeah. aside, uh, <laughs> he's as energetic as ever. Um, if, if, you, uh, if you got to take over that role of commissioner, would you say, okay, look, man, like enough with Arizona. It, like we're going to Quebec. We're going to put another team in the GTA, which has been long discussed. I don't know if it's as realistic as it, as it, as it would have been. Like where, where would you take the league then? Yeah, I I, uh, I think that's an interesting question, and I would defer to the experts. There's been two studies done by economists in Canada. Uh, one was a group of guys at, at U of T in the Moet Center, and they said that Canada could support 12 teams in the NHL. Really? So, I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that. Really? 
Yep, yep. Uh, the study out of the Mowat Center, they said another one in Toronto for sure. I mean, sure, you've got problems with the Maple Leafs having the territorial rights, you know, there. But they talked about, obviously, Quebec and Hamilton. They said Kitchener, Waterloo, London, all have, and they crunch all the numbers, right? And then there was one two or three years later, and a really interesting book put out by the Conference Board of Canada. So these guys are, are, are much smarter than me, and they break it down really well. They say that you could have nine or ten teams in Canada, Hamilton, and Quebec City would be the, the, be the first two. So, and, and what basically the argument is, if you've got a team in, in Arizona, or if you've got a team in a small market, you know, like Buffalo, or, or non-traditional markets like Miami and Columbus and Carolina, I mean, if you've got teams in those non-traditional markets, and they're doing okay, I mean, they're, their attendance is, is, for the most part, below average, and the values of the team are, are much below average. But if you've got teams that are, are surviving in those markets, then you could probably have teams surviving. Another one in the GTA, one in Hamilton, one in Quebec City at the very least because they're going to have way more hockey fans than in Las Vegas or in Miami or in, in, or in uh, Phoenix, all that sort of stuff. In fact, you know, a lot of times if you've ever been down to games in those markets, it's a lot of Canadians who right. are going to the games in <laughs> Phoenix. And even I went to see the Kings play when Gretzky was playing back there. And, and, and it was tons of Canadians who were down there enjoying hockey games. Well, that, that's a really interesting point, and uh, I, I used to have this chat with my with my buddy Jay, Jay Onrights on, on TSN. Of course, he was in Toronto, grew up in Athabasca, worked in Toronto, went to L.A. for a while, now back in Toronto. So about 15 years ago, we used to talk about this, about another team in Toronto or in the GTA, and he always said, and he's a Westerner out there, who like, he even comes on this show and, and half-jokingly talks about the over-obsession that TSN has with the Leafs, right? But, right. Like, he's like he said okay there's enough people in the gta to support another team and he and he also said you have to remember a lot of people who now live in toronto aren't from toronto and hate the leafs but they never get to watch their own team live anymore because they had to move across the country so if you put another team in toronto all those people would automatically adopt that team as their favorite team sure sure That's a plan. Let's do it, Reed. Yeah, that's the plan. Anyway, I just thought it was funny how Jay would put that. Okay, uh, I will. Uh, I'll tweet out the link to your article here, and uh, I'll also ask you this because people are probably wondering this too: How lucky do you have to be uh, to have a, a PhD and part of your gig is writing about hockey? <laughs> I I have the. You have a pretty good job too, Reed. I mean, we gotta Thank admit you. that, right? But uh, I have, I think, uh, the greatest job in the world. I teach sports history i teach sports sociology i write articles on hockey and canadian football and stuff like that i'm the luckiest guy in the world well i tell you what, we got to find more uh, reasons to get you on maybe we can regularly <laughs> come in studio sometime and we can just talk about a lot of stuff this was a blast john i look forward to doing that read with you that'd be great right on that is dr john valentine checking in associate professor allied health and human performance at McEwen university so uh, interesting stuff there about uh, how he feels the nhl has actually kind of turned its back on canadian hockey fans and uh, he thinks this florida vegas series uh, will perhaps not get the viewership that uh, 
other series might. That, uh, that was really cool. He was a blast to talk to. 780-496-0063. Of course, you can react to that. Uh, we'll keep going with some of your Stanley Cup final predictions. We got Adam Scorgi coming on. If if you're at all uh, familiar with uh, my run as a host on this show, then you'll know Adam. He's uh, he's made a lot of stuff. The producer of Ice Guardians and Coco, the Grant Fewer story, two of his better-known uh, documentaries. He now has one out. Uh, about the life and death of boxer Arturo Gatti, which is a hugely, uh, well, it's a controversial story. Uh, so he's coming up as well. 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Blue Jays and Mets uh, underway after the rain delay. Blue Jays already up one nothing. It's now into the bottom of the first. The Mets are batting Memorial Cup semifinal. This game starts in about 15 minutes or so. Seattle against Peterborough in the semifinal. The championship game on Sunday will feature the winner of this contest and Quebec. Okay. Kellen Kennedy in the control room. 7804960063. Do we still have some audience participation going on we do we oh, have exciting. a ton of audience participation going on here uh we'll start with an unknown text that says vegas and five the irony of eichel getting a cup before mcdavid or at least going to the finals proof that it takes a team effort to get there well we talked about that a couple weeks ago that uh no how did we do this yeah we were saying what if i had told you that when they were drafted such and such a person was going to win the Stanley Cup before McDavid or or somebody else. Uh, yeah, Eichel obviously started with Buffalo. Kachuk started with the Flames. Yes, he started with the Oilers. Carolina's out, but that's one of the what-ifs we were talking about when this happened. All right. We got Dave from Cold Lake texting in. Says that he picks Vegas in six because I don't want any team that did not beat Edmonton to win. Yeah, okay. That's the Chelsea Bird philosophy. Nobody's riding the Panther with us, Kellen. Uh, we got an unknown text that, that, that's riding the I Panther. Think are, I think people are starting to feel really awkward about my usage of that phrase. That's probably why. <laughs> well, it's not like Ride the Tiger or anything like a Ronnie James Deal song. It's Ride the Panther. Like, come on. Here we go. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a uh, unknown text coming in, and they agree with us. They say Florida, Florida in seven, and is a Golden Knight as big as a panther i'll repeat that again is, is, is a, a golden, golden knight? knight as big as a panther well golden knights are human sized i yes. think i don't think they're larger than the average knight <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing a, a giant gold man <laughs> with like a giant knight here comes like the a golden, golden knight. bucket on top of their head with little slits cut out well they got those stupid eyes. gold helmets they wear Oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> it is one of the worst uh, altered... Yeah, I'm not sure which is worse, L.A.'s uh, silver helmets or Vegas's gold helmets. Did they not play a game with both teams wearing... Oh, probably. ...those? <laughs> Blinded a whole Yikes. bunch of people. Wow. Um, well, we got one that's unknown. It says Vegas in four games, quite simply. So there, there's that. Vegas um, in four, okay. In four, yeah. And... Uh, and Fraz uh, texts in and says Vegas in four. Matthew Tachuk loses his mind and gets suspended into next season. Oh wow! There's a, that is a guy like those types of predictions. Well, that's again unlikely but possible. Yep, uh, we got another one for Vegas. Vegas in seven. This is uh, Kevin 
who knows or who goes by Hickey Sticks on Twitter. Oh yes, he messaged me yesterday. Yeah. So how's it going? V- Vegas in seven. Alex Petrangelo will suffer a broken wrist from a slash. However, the league will step in and pause the series after he misses one game until he recovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's actually funny. Kind of dark, but funny. That's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those were fun. Uh, we'll can take some more later. Your predictions. Uh, I don't know what else we'll talk about later. Well, we got the Arturo Gatti uh, interview coming up, and then the last half hour of the show might be a bit of a, a free-for-all. So that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, this our, our, this Arturo Gatti documentary uh, is I- incredible. Really well done. I was able to watch it this week. Uh, Adam Scorgi is going to tell us about putting it together. An amazing number. And Mickey, they interviewed Mickey Ward, who had that great trilogy with Gatti about 20 years ago and they interviewed a lot of people involved in investigating Gaddy's death and they're saying look this this wasn't a suicide here everybody we'll get that story when we get back 